Welcome back to the Third Eye Cyborg Podcast. This is the second episode. In the first episode, we talked about Python's history. In this episode, we're going to break down some of the basics of Python, variables, and data types. If you want to follow along with these podcasts, I write Medium articles and create YouTube videos. You can find that on my website, thirdeyecyborg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But to get into this, before we go into variables or data types, I recommend that you look over um, your operators. There's a lot of different operators in Python, different types of operators. And so knowing what they are and what they do really, really helps out. There's assignment operators, comparison operators, arithmetic operators, logical operators, bitwise operators, membership operators, and identity operators. And if you want to know the article that I am using for reference in this podcast, it is the one that I wrote on my Medium, A Complete Beginner's Reference Guide to Python. Now, I also recommend a couple of other ones. Um... If you are listening to this podcast, and that would be Python Basic Overview and Python um, Best IEDs and IDEs and Text Editors, they're both really good reads and will give you a good idea of what you need to start with Python and what Python's all about. Now, from episode one, the article that I was referencing is a brief history of the Python programming language. Now, to get into this, um, variables are containers in Python. Now, it's really important to know how they work. They hold different values, functions, other variables, calculations, or placeholders. Now, there are six different standard data types that variables can hold and we're going to go over those they are numbers strings lists sets tuples and dictionaries now declarations in python happen automatically when you assign a variable so assigning variables can save space in memory so anything can be a variable in python You could have A be a variable, and you could assign it with a value of 1, which is an integer value, which is a data type number, which is a numeric value. 
so if you want to know about how to name your variables correctly I would refer to pep8 I also have an article on my medium about that but pep8 is just an awesome styling guide and it keeps you right where you need to be with keeping your Python code professional, readable, and easily referenced for yourself so that you have comments and everything telling you what's going on in your code and so that it's all written in a way that can be easily read by other people who are Python programmers. So variables get extremely powerful when say you reference variables with other variables inside of functions and you can do all kinds of things with variables that you can do with just normal values because there is some sort of memory to it it, it really helps out uh, with the coding process now understanding variables starts with understanding the data that's inside of them. The first data type we're going to discuss is num uh, numbers. And there are four different major types of numbers in Python. And those are integers, long integers, floats, and complex numbers. Integers are positive or negative whole numbers. So 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, or negative 1, negative 2, negative 3, negative 4. Those are all integers. Long integers are the same thing, just with no size limit. Floats are real numbers with decimal points. So 3.15 would be a float. And complex numbers not used too often in basic Python and just beginning Python, but uh, they are created with two real numbers with the complex function. So, a lot of these numbers are dynamically understood by Python. For instance, if you just typed out a whole number, like 5, it would automatically understand that that is an integer value. Now, because it is dynamic, it takes a little bit more overhead, and it is a little slower but it's kind of nice for readability and ease of use. So there is some positives to it. Now, if you were to type in a real number with a decimal point, it would automatically also tell if that's a float. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So, another data type in Python is a string. Now, a string is a series of text characters that is began and ended with either a double quote or a single quote. Either one is acceptable. Now there are all sorts of conventions that you should follow. Again, PEP8 is a well-recommended read 
if you want to know more about that on how you should use your double and single quotes correctly and you can actually use three quotation marks to create doc strings or multi-line strings if you want to learn more about strings there's string formatting and there's regular expressions for parsing strings for now it's just important to know that strings are a collection of texts it could be symbols it could be a mix of numbers and letters just surrounded by quotes and you can do a lot with strings now there's also booleans in python and they're just true or false values they're binary so one zero on off type thing um, you can represent a value of a boolean by using the true or false keywords and you can test booleans really easily with the double equal sign on your variable and it will just tell you if it's equal to whatever you have on the right so the value on it's asking if the value on the right is equal to what is on the left and so you can cast these data types um, now all casting is is functions that allow you to convert one data type to another so you can convert for instance a integer to a float or a float to a string and and how that would work is it would just add the the quotes around your number and create it into a string or if you cast an integer into a float it would just add the decimal points and create it into a float data type now you can find any type of any value in python by using the type function or wrapping your variable or your value in the type function will will uh will give you the type and of course wrapping that in print will print it out print function so the other data types in python that we're going to discuss are a list tuple set and dictionary and these are collections and so lists are one of the major collection types and they're used all the time very common and they have a whole bunch of methods some of them include extend um, remove pop append so lists are created with square brackets and so you could have a variable equal list by having my underscore lists as the variable name and then having equals square back bracket one comma two comma three comma four square bracket and so as long as whatever is contained in the square bracket is separated by commas it will consider it a list and so you can index things in a list by putting the list name with square brackets and say a one or a two and it would index that index number so just remember that python is a zero index language so everything starts with zero and you can do a assortment of other methods on lists that allow them to be incredibly powerful now lists are mutable and they're ordered 
So that makes them really flexible and really easy to use in a lot of situations. There's also tuples. Tuples are created with round brackets. They're an ordered collection as well, but they are immutable, so they are not changeable. They come in handy in a lot of different situations as well. They only have two methods, count and index. And um, it's really important to know about tuples and how they work. They're really good for when you really know what your data length is gonna be or your data is exact. Um, that is when tuples are really good. Also, uh, a number of different areas that just they will come up in very important to know about them and how to create them and what they do. Now there are also sets in Python. Sets have a bunch of different uh, methods as well, some of them similar to lists. Now a set is an unordered collection that is unindexed. Now you can you cannot change sets but you can add to them. So sets are created with curly braces, the values separated by commas, in tuples, you separate the values with commas as well. And you can do a lot with sets. They're kind of similar to lists, but not, not the same because they are unordered and unindexed and you cannot change them, but you can add to them. So they don't come in handy as much as the other collections, in my opinion. Um, I just don't run into them as much, but they are important to know about when you do need them. Now, dictionaries in Python are a little bit different. They have keys and values. Now, dictionaries are created with uh, curly braces as well as sets, except for you have a comma, or uh, a colon, excuse me, that separates the value with the key. Now the key goes on the left, the value goes on the right, and you could have the key be um, whatever you want. You could have it be a string that's named three, and the value be an integer three, and then the second one be a string named two, and the value an integer named two. As long as you have commas separating the different key values, um, that is how you create a dictionary. And dictionaries are really useful because you can do assortment of things that you can't do with lists or tuples or sets because of the keys. Now dictionaries are unordered and is indexed so it is also mutable. It makes it very flexible. Um, you can loop through a lot of these different collection types and do all kinds of things with them when you do loop through them and we'll learn more about conditionals, loops, functions, and scopes in further podcast episode. But it is just really good to know what these data types are and how variables can store them and then be affected by the different data types that they are to allow you to do different methods and different sorts of actions upon them. So I really hope this helped you understand variables and what they do and how they work. Um, if you guys want to learn more about Python, then I do recommend that you read my articles and you watch my videos as well. Um, you can become a patron 
or shop for my merch on my website, thirdeyesyborg.com. I really appreciate everyone who listened. Thank you guys, and remember to stay tuned.